Let me tell you about our sponsor, Rough Greens. Owning a dog is a lot of responsibility. You always have to check it because it might poison your food with lead. You never know. Uh, (laughs) Taking care of their basic needs isn't always as simple as it might seem. If you're feeding your dog kibble food, for instance, in a lead bowl with lead paint that's all chipped, bad. But uh, if you get rid of the bowl and the paint and everything else and add Rough Greens to the kibble food, your dog is going to have a happy, healthy life lead free kibble food is uh is not doing the job you need the antioxidants the probiotics and uh the vitamins and minerals that you'll find in rough greens try it out with your dog you'll see what i mean you get your first trial bag for free at roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833-GLEN-33 that's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 roughgreens.com slash beck 833-GLEN-33 Breaking news coming out of uh, the District Court of Washington, D.C. It's going to come as a surprise to you, Stu. Uh, yes, uh, Donald Trump, who was, one of his arguments was that he was completely immune from prosecution for anything that he did when he was president of the United States in the interests of the country. Uh, the court has come down with a ruling. D.C. Court uh, Circuit Court says he is not immune from prosecution. I think this is as expected here, but uh, it is a a final... It could have gone anywhere, any way, any direction in Washington, D.C. Sure. In a court. Yeah, it could have gone his way. Absolutely. We're going to talk to Senator J.D. Vance about the border here in just a second. We'll see if he has a reaction to this as well. Coming up in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, LifeLock. You want to know the latest craze in the cyber criminal world? Yeah, it's great. I love it. Uh, QR codes. They're on everything, and it turns out it's pretty easy to replace a legitimate QR code with one that will direct you to malicious sites that exist just to steal the data right from your phone. Now, that doesn't sound like an awful lot of fun. I mean, maybe you get your kicks stomping on dreams, but I don't. Get LifeLock and uh, get protected. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects your life. Your personal information is exposed everywhere, and it makes it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. But protecting yourself can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats you may not spot on your own. So if you do become a victim of identity theft, because nobody can stop all of it, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist at LifeLock will work to fix it. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK at LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Promo code BECK. The good senator, dare I say great senator, from uh, the state of Ohio, J.D. Vance. Hello, J.D. Hey, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. 
Uh, so uh, I want to talk to you about the uh, Senate border bill here in just a second. But uh, do you have any comment on this shocking, shocking news that's just breaking that Donald Trump is responsible for everything he did in uh, while he was in the White House and can go to trial? So I first heard about this like three minutes ago when I was waiting to come on your show. Right. So I, yeah. haven't, I, haven't read the, I haven't read the ruling. I have nothing uh, particular to say about it other than, look, I, I, I agree with Trump that the president has pretty broad, um, pretty broad immunity from a large number of prosecutions for what he does while he's in office. You know, you can't go after the president for doing his constitutional duties in the same way that most police officers are immune, you know, from most prosecutions for doing their job. Uh, I haven't seen this case, but I'm not shocked that the D.C. Circuit ruled against the president. As we know, a lot of these things have become political. And I hate to say it, Glenn, I think we have to be honest with ourselves as conservatives that much of what is framed as legal in this country is now just politics. And we have to wake up to that reality and deal with it. Yeah. Um, next hour, I'm going to go through some of the stuff that's going on with uh, the legal system. And uh, conservatives are in real trouble. They're blocking uh, 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 attorneys. Uh, by threatening to sue them and destroy their lives and take away their license if they if they start to represent any client that disagrees with this administration. This is, I mean, I personally think when they say, you know, Donald Trump will be a dictator. Okay, well, what's the difference? Because this is what we have now. We we are so close to really a dictatorship, uh, closer than I've ever seen this country. Yeah, I agree. And we also have parents, of course, having their parental rights taken away for not consenting sure. to their kids' gender identity. Uh, th- th- my first exposure to this, by the way, Glenn, was I-, I was advising this company, Parler, which was sort of an original mm-hmm. free speech alternative to Twitter. After January the 6th, Google, Apple, Amazon, just in a very coordinated way, came against this company. It was very obviously a violation of antitrust laws. Nobody, yep. no major law firm would represent that company because they would have their lives ruined. And that's when I sort of realized that what we're witnessing is complete institutional capture by the left. And I think, you know, th- this is one of the reasons why my politics are what they are. I've been trying to encourage my fellow conservatives to wake up to this new reality that we're living in, because if this is what we're dealing with, then it's not a question of, well, you, know, you come into office and you, you fight over tax rates and you fight over regulatory reform. Yeah. We have to really recapture many of these institutions. That should be the goal of conservative politics in the 21st century. And again, I would encourage my fellow conservatives to wake up to that reality. I'd like to see somebody uh, put together a conservative law firm with the best lawyers uh, in the country that are willing to stand together and fight this together. And I, I think at least my audience and I think most audiences on the right would consider coming up with a legal defense fund because, you know, anybody who serves with Trump is going to need one. Because they're going to go after him all the time, constantly. All right, let me talk about the uh, border. Um, the uh, Senate border deal is not a border deal. As I look at it, A, it's a war package. Uh, and tied to it is a really bad uh, immigration policy. It has nothing really to do with the border or, or solving that. Would you agree or disagree? Look, I, I agree with that, Glenn. Um, we have to be honest that what happened here is the, the neoconservative establishment of the Democrats really want $61 billion for Ukraine, and they have been working very hard to figure out how, how to package that to the American people. Now, what we came up with in the Republican Senate, and you know I'm, I'm the biggest Ukraine skeptic uh, probably in the United States Senate, is like, look, guys, even if you're pro-Ukraine, you've got to secure the border before you do anything on Ukraine, or our voters are going to go absolutely crazy, and rightfully so. 
So this fig leaf is what we came up with. And I got to be honest with you, Glenn, it, it is worse in the execution than I feared that it would be. Just a couple of provisions here that I think is very important for us to be honest about how bad they are. Okay, so the first is it takes away the right to grant asylum from immigration judges who are not perfect mm-hmm. and gives them to USCIS asylum officers who are basically the most left-wing officials within the immigration bureaucracy. So you basically are giving Mayorkas and his stooges control over who gets asylum in this country. Very big mistake. Second, very hey, Hang big on just mistake. a second. Hang on just a second. Please. Isn't this akin to what Congress did uh, years ago by giving all of the power to make the decisions and make the laws inside the administration. So nobody gets blamed for it and they just go their own way and you can't hold them responsible. This is the same thing, isn't it? Just giving the administration more power and leeway to do whatever they want. That's right. With maybe the most important issue facing the country, of course, which is immigration, not just now, but you know, for all time, it's, it's who, who, who do you allow to become a citizen of your country? It's like the fundamental question of national sovereignty and it gives it over to a guy who, by the way, Glenn, the House is impeaching maybe today, and we're talking about giving this guy massive authority. The second mm. big issue here, Glenn, is it has this sort of border emergency shutdown, which actually sounds yeah. good, right? If you were going to say, you know, as soon as you get an illegal alien coming across, you shut down the border, you radically change enforcement. But this sets the emergency authority at 5,000 illegal immigrants a day, which is close to 2 million a year. And again, Glenn, it gives Mayorkas broad discretion to waive this emergency authority. So this is not a good package. We should vote it down. I actually, good news, when we had a meeting as a Senate conference yesterday evening, and I, I think everybody pretty much agrees that we cannot proceed on this thing right now. Uh, we just need to continue to hold everyone's feet to the fire so that this package doesn't become law. And again, we have to remember, this is all about hiding from the American people the ball on Ukraine. They don't want to be called to account for a vote on Ukraine, so they're going to call it border security. That's not what it's about. We are paying, correct me if I'm wrong, the salaries of everyone in their civil service. So the entire government is now being subsidized by the United States taxpayer. Are we not paying everybody's um, uh, compensation here in America and over in Ukraine? I don't know if it's everybody in Ukraine, Glenn, to be clear, but it's a lot of them. Uh, we're certainly paying for core parts of their civil service. And we know this, that they're we're paying for their social security, I believe. We're paying for their pensioners. We're paying for a lot of their civil service. It's absolutely right. And we also know that there's a lot of skimming off the top. There's a lot of corruption. It's a corrupt yeah. country. We've known that for well before this war started. But here's the issue, Glenn. We, we, we are told that this war is all about repelling Russia so that Ukraine can be an independent bulwark. What is actually happening is that we've strengthened Russia and Ukraine has become a welfare client of the United States, not just now, but in perpetuity. So we have failed at the fundamental objective. We spent well over $100 billion to accomplish that failed objective, and there's no end in sight. It's time for the statesmen in this country to step up and say, enough is enough. This has to stop. As Donald Trump said, maybe the most important thing he said on the campaign trail is we need the killing to stop. That's what's in America's interest, and that's what I'm fighting for. The uh, uh, Senator Schumer uh, came out and said, if we don't vote for this, well, American soldiers, are American boys and girls are going to be over on the front lines fighting Russia in the next five years if we don't pass this. 
it's fear-mongering, Glenn, and it's not true. And by the way, if the argument goes something like this, the, Ukra- the Russians are going to roll through Ukraine, and then they'll roll into Berlin, and that's the point at which American troops will be called to fight the Russians. Well, here's the problem with that. Germany has, I think, the fourth or fifth largest economy in the world. They spend way less than 2% of GDP, which is the NATO target on defense. If the Germans are at that much risk of the Russians, we need to say to the Germans, get your own house in order, stand up your own security forces, don't rely on the Americans to bail you out. It actually calls into question, Glenn, and I'm going to get roasted for saying this, but good, because it's a conversation we need to have. What is the purpose of NATO if the only thing it does is provide more people for us to support? NATO is supposed Mm. to be an alliance. The Germans step up. Everybody steps up. The only two countries, or at least the only two major countries uh, with big economies that do their job on defense are France and the U.K., Western and Central, sorry, Eastern and Central Europe have got to step up in a bigger way, Glenn, and we should not be asked to effectively subsidize their security apparatus. That's not an argument for an ally. That's an argument for another welfare client, and the United States has far too many of them. So um, let me switch subjects. We, we talked about the lawyers and, uh, and how they are, are being blocked if you're on the conservative side. Uh, yesterday, the House Judiciary Committee uh, on the weaponization of the government highlighted the Biden administration's efforts to, quote, address propaganda and misinformation in books that were being sold. And Jim Jordan yesterday outlined uh, an effort uh, to uh, s- stop Amazon from selling certain books that disagreed with the administration. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about book burning. Do you know anything about this? And when is when is someone going to stop this? Well, credit to Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary for actually using their subpoena powers it's meant to be used in investigating here. But look, Lynn, this is akin to what we saw with the, the big tech companies colluding with the government to silence the Trump campaign, to promote the Biden campaign. We, this is what I talk about, the institutional capture, Glenn. We have bureaucrats in the government working with some of these companies to engage in a mass censorship campaign in this country. And it's largely hidden, of course, because it's shadow banning on social media. It's the right. books you don't see when you type in a search on Amazon. It, that, that's what's so evil genius about it is that we don't even see it. But this mm-hmm. is how totalitarian regimes operate is that they can control what you think and what media can you consume. Then they control what you behave. And that's when you're no longer a free citizen. Look, I, I think that this, this is illegal stuff. Potentially, people should be going to prison for it. And this is the best argument, maybe, uh, that I can make for a future, you know, Attorney General Josh Hawley or someone else is you've got to go after these guys and actually force them to suffer consequences. It's the only language these people understand is power. And if you're going to use your your constitutional authority to shade into unconstitutional censorship, you've got to face consequences for it. At the very least, you ought to lose your job. You know, you are um, you're very effective as a senator, and I would hate to lose you as a senator, but, uh, but uh, Ohio is a very important state. Has there been any talk about consideration of you being a vice presidential candidate? <laughs> uh, I've seen the media stories, Glenn, and as, as I've said, of course, if, if the president asked me, 
I think about it. I, I do think it's extremely important that we reelect Donald Trump. But I like being a senator. Uh, I think that's the best way for me to serve the people of Ohio. And uh, that's 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 my honest answer is, yeah, I'd think about it, but I really like my current job. And to your point, Glenn, we actually need people at all levels of the federal government if we're going to implement an effective agenda. The president is, of course, the most important, you know, things like immigration, foreign policy, he controls almost unilaterally. Yeah. But you need good lawmakers. And that was one of the problems with the first Trump administration. Sure. Way too many Republicans fighting against the leader yeah. of their own party. Uh, if we want to work effectively, we can't have that. Are we going to see a close of the border? I mean, a meaning, meaningful securing of the border before the election? Um, I hate to say it, probably no, unless Republicans grow a, a lot stiffer of a spine here. Glenn, here's the leverage that we have. It's two things. It's Ukraine and it's government funding. We would, be, we would need to be willing as a unified Republican conference, House and Senate, to say we're not funding any more of your government until you get illegal border crossings below, you know, at least a thousand per day, right? That's a significant reduction of where it is. Uh, I don't see that that resolve within my fellow Republicans. I think that there are some of us who would do that. I certainly would, but uh, I, I would hold my breath. And I hate to say it, Glenn, but I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you for loving country more than self. I appreciate it. J.D. Vance. God bless. Thanks, Glenn. Bye. If you're tired of not only paying far too much for your mobile phone service, but also knowing that some of the money that you give them goes to support causes that you absolutely despise. One of the very best things about living in a country where, for now at least, there's still a free market, is you get to choose who to do business with. Patriot Mobile's mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms. And the way they do that, the way they fund that, is by giving you the greatest mobile phone service at the best possible price. So on top of everything that you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan uh, on one of the three major networks, because they use the the same cell tower, so you're going to get the same uh, coverage, your hard-earned money does not go to aid in the destruction of America. We have got to choose sides. This really, honestly, is the lowest bar of helping your country out. It's it's it. I mean, if you can't change your cell service, you're not going to change anything else. Please join us, patriotmobile.com slash back, patriotmobile.com slash back, or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code back, patriotmobile.com slash back, 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, boy, I got to tell you, um... You know, it's really it's uh, really incredible to see how much gusto the uh, president has. This is a cut uh, that came out uh, Sunday in Las Vegas. Here's President Joe Biden on uh, on you know the the state of the world. Listen, people pled guilty. You know, I, right 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 after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G seven meeting. All the NATO leaders. I was in I was in the south of England, and I sat down and I said, "America's back." And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, "said You know, what? Why? How, how long are you back for?" Oh my gosh! Holy crap! 
Holy cow. Um, by the way, Mitterrand uh, died 20, 25, 26 years ago. Um, so he couldn't have met with him. I mean, unless he's starting to see people in the room. It's like, I see Mitterrand right over there. Oh, I'm coming soon. Um, but he's dead. Um, died in 1996. So, you know, no big deal. But I think the the electric storytelling uh, of the president. And then when, how it, when he were... How long are you back for? Uh, it just instills confidence in most Americans. Uh, the scariest part about this, Glenn, is not even that it's happening. It's the fact that there are cares. dozens and dozens of people around this guy who are highly trained in uh-huh. political craftsmanship, that their mm-hmm. entire job is to avoid us from seeing these moments, is to make sure that we avoid seeing this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can't stop it. They can't stop it. They, they can't stop it. Can't stop it. These are people. No, and the media. The media is working with them. Working with and them. They still can't stop it. And we still, still keep seeing it. Like this should yeah. not be happening. They. It is out of control. He really can't stop this stuff. He is lost. So, um, Gingrich came out yesterday and he said there's a possibility for the first time he believes possibility of a genuine rebellion at the Democratic Party convention. Um, and he said, you know, I. I I don't think this, he said, but people who are really, truly connected and are, I find, very, very smart, uh, think that it's going to be, he's going to be replaced by Michelle Obama. Uh, you know, I, I had uh, Dan Andros on my show last night, and uh, yeah. he, he took a position on our wager. Uh, yeah, what did he say? He took your position. He I believes think it you will. are right, and that Michelle you Obama will be the one. You can't take Kamala Harris out. The, you that that's the key. It's not like you're just you know. Oh well, he's not going to run, so they're going to grab somebody else. They can't grab anybody else. They can't. They have. What do you do with a problem like Kamala? <laughs> I mean, it's you, you. You. What do you do? Look, I, you I, have I, to have somebody like Michelle Obama that everybody just forgets Kamala. Like, whatever. I understand that position last week, but after hearing that riveting story about the French leader, I don't see how you still think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. I mean, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 uh, oh, this he's guy, good. once he gets in front of people, I mean, you, you know, you don't want to give him the opportunity of talking in front of the whole country by the Super Bowl, of course. You just <sighs> you turn that one down, but eventually he'll turn up the, the, the heat. Land back. <laughs> For five years in a row, abortion has been the world's leading cause of death. Five years in a row. In fact, the total now is greater than the number attributed to the next seven causes of death combined. Did you hear that? Before I get to the end of this commercial, two babies in the United States alone will have been aborted. Preborn is leading the charge to turn this around, but they can't do it without people like you, the people in the pro-life movement. We're the gas that keeps the engine running. And it must keep running. Preborn has rescued over 280,000 babies from abortion. And every day, they rescue 200 more. When a woman is considering an abortion, she hears her baby's heartbeat and sees the precious little face on the ultrasound. That's when the baby's chance of survival doubles. Then, Preborn comes to them and says, look, you're not alone. We're not just here for the baby. We're here for you, too. And we'll help you for the first two years. This is love on both sides and saves two lives in the end. 
If you, would you make a donation? You could make a donation for a lot of money or just 28 bucks for an ultrasound dial. Pound 250, pound 250, keyword baby. Preborn.com slash Beck. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The code Glenn30. Save 30 bucks off Blaze TV. Well, when you lose Al Sharpton and you're on the left, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Here is Al Sharpton with Senator Chris Murphy on MSNBC's Wow, Al Sharpton show. I didn't know he still was. Wow, that's amazing. On uh, his show, he's he's uh, talking with Chris Murphy about the invasion. Cut to. What is being done to uh, get the public uh, to really uh, rise up in various states to say to their senators that they want to see the borders uh, the border issue resolved. I mean, you're getting migrants beating up policemen in the streets in New York. You're seeing an influx of migrants all over the country that frankly have people outraged. And couldn't there be some kind of public pressure put in the next couple of days in some of these senator states saying, why are you allowing this to continue? I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants and they're playing a time game with politics on this. Couldn't that Whoa. pressure put to bear in their home states? Wow, that's uh, well, that's Al Sharpton. What happened? Uh, invasion of the body snatchers, kids. It's real. Uh, that's Al Sharpton because he knows this is uh, going to be a very big issue for African-Americans because they're the ones that are hurt the most, quite honestly. Look at what is happening in New York City. Did you see the woman who had a an illegal immigrant on the back of a moped, grab her purse, and then drag her down the streets of New York? I mean, this is this is out of control. We have become a third world country. And even Al Sharpton knows it. Well, one person that doesn't know it is a a huge disappointment. Crenshaw. Here's Dan Crenshaw. Listen to him. Cut one. The height of stupidity is having a strong opinion on something you know nothing about. I'm I'm extremely disappointed in the very strange maneuvering by many on the right to to, to torpedo uh, a potential border reform bill. If we have a bill that on net significantly decreases illegal immigration... No. We sabotage that. That is, that is inconsistent with what we told our voters we would do. People will make up whatever reasons they they want to. There's a number of them, I'm sure. Ooh. But it would be a, a pretty unacceptable dereliction of, of your duty. Dereliction of duty. Uh, standing for the Constitution is now dereliction of duty. Dan Crenshaw is somebody who had a very promising uh, future and has uh, time and time again, I think, sold the conservatives out. Uh, and sold uh, sold America, uh, and and quite honestly, all of his credibility. I mean, he's a guy who has professed to me personally that oh, this you know World Economic Forum thing that's nothing. I this is just a nothing but crazy talk. You really kind of like misinformation about what's in the bill, Dan. Uh, and don't tell me that I don't know what's in the bill. Really, I'm making things up now. Gosh, you sound like a member of the squad. Uh, now let me go. Uh, let me go here. How do we? How do we possibly fight disinformation? Well, they're not fighting disinformation. They are the cause of the disinformation. 
They are the printing press of all of the disinformation. Anything that disagrees with this administration or the the uh, globalist plan of really capping you at the kneecaps um, is is going to be stopped. They're going to stop it. I'm going to show you next hour how they are working to stop it. If, if you don't think that we are headed towards a fascistic or already in a fascistic society, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. And I would love to hear somebody come and make a case after what I'm going to show you next hour. Make a case that that's not what's happening. I would love to believe that that is not the direction that we're all headed in. But, you know, you tell me. Because everything is a fake. Remember, they said the Great Reset and Build Back Better was a fake. They said this was all nothing but uh, mis- and disinformation. What made me say a few years ago, 2020, uh, I don't think so, because the slogan Build Back Better actually came from the World Economic Forum. It is their plan to reset the world and capitalism. And I didn't say it first. They did. Cut eight. Do we have it's a very pertinent question to ask how do we build back better? To build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. To build back better than before. Remember the, the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things differently. To build back better better we're going to build it back better and build it back better to my plan to build back better uh start taking all the problems that have been created in right. education and mental health and start to to build back in a positive way i have launched a booklet called build back better britain after coronavirus it's about building this country back better growing conspiracy following it. It is called the Great Reset. An unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live. The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Build back better. Building back better our economy. Build back better. All elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. Huh. It's a big It's weird. To, some would say to build back, back better. We would say to really have a Great Reset. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But all of that just was spontaneous all over the world. Everybody was talking about it. Just crazy, crazy. We're the conspiracy theorists. So when you look at what's happening on the border bill, you can believe the people who have been lying to you the whole time, every time, over and over and over again. Or maybe you can make a difference this time and say, hey, this doesn't sound right to me. I don't think I believe you anymore. Here's another thing. I'm going to show you next hour how you're being targeted. And I mean, literally targeted. 
how they are taking and dismantling any any conservative attorney, any kind of representation you might need. They are canceling them and crippling them because you will not stand against the state. And one of the people that is really, um, I think, quite um, uh, is it's. It's quite remarkable, quite remarkable what they're doing to Elon Musk. Elon Musk is one of those that will not stand. They are using the same kind of tactics um, uh, against Elon Musk that they've been using against Donald Trump. And again, if they'll do it to the most powerful guy in America and the richest man in the world, why do you think they wouldn't do it to you? Here's here's uh, the latest. This is on CNBC. Jim Cramer and David Faber. They're talking about the attacks on uh, Elon Musk uh, lately just to paint him as an addict. Listen to this. Cut three. Elon Musk off the board. Off we're we're going to talk about that in a little bit, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, get it's a get Musk. The long knives are out for Musk. Like I haven't seen in a long time. That's true. It does. It does. Use the, that was that the plaintiff's information that there are some in the Delaware case? somewhere who've decided they can start to turn on him in some fashion. It's true. And how do you feel about that? How do I feel personally about it? Never mind. I don't care how you feel personally because you'll never give it to me anyway. No. I'm not going to share my personal opinion. I'll share my personal. I think that that piece makes it sound like it's very hard for the SEC not to come back and look at whether he's an independent board, which he was never. Who thought this was independent? There's just a web of wealth. But more importantly, I think they're going to say, well, wait a second. Is this man impaired? Um, and, and, they, and they try to not get, impaired. I, okay. I don't think he is at all. The journalists, obviously, they are committed to this story. Right. OK. Keep coming they, back to the same but they story. Were committed they with keep the, finding more evidence from two years ago, story. this one or three years ago, that one. You know. Well, OK. OK. If, the, if, if it were written about any other CEO. We'd everybody be talking about it. Thanks. Suppose if it was written about a tool and die company. Yes. You think so? Yeah. First of all, we wouldn't know and we wouldn't care. I don't know. I I I know and I don't care. He's the greatest industrialist of our time. He's the greatest single business person. Did he have a? If he had a a substance problem, which I don't think he had. Well, that's the question. Does he he have one or not? He passed all the tests. He's not a drug or, addict. He passed all the tests for the NASA contract. Why should we think that he's a drug addict? Well, I don't think we should. And I, I don't think he most likely is not. I think the relate, it's two separate stories, although they are related by this idea that some uh, of the board members party with him, so to speak. But it's the interrelationships within the board and whether that is, in fact, a form of governance that is probably not a good one for shareholders. Yeah, it it a- goes back to the uh, McCormick's ruling throwing out well, his pay package in Delaware that, a couple of weeks I ago. I think that that is integral but to what happened. you raised an interesting point, which is who has he ticked off at this point who wasn't willing to turn on him in the past and now is? Thank Because that's that, really what's going that's, on here. It was Linda Johnson Rice who left really the board in 2019. Do you hear that? This is a conversation about, as they said, the greatest American industrialist of our time. He is. He is Tesla. And I don't mean the car company. I mean, Nikolai Tesla. He's the Edison of our time. Who has he ticked off? I'll tell you who he's ticked off. The federal government. That's who he's ticked off. 
the federal government is trying to destroy this man. A guy who they all loved. They all loved because he's done more for the planet than any other person. Why? Why are the, uh, you know, the eco people not standing up and saying, hey, protect Elon? Because it's not real. It's all about power. It's not about actually. The guy has done more to save the planet than anybody else, and you're trying to destroy him? And by the way, when did this really start to happen? Oh, right after he freed speech. Wake up, America. You think you're not in a totalitarian state. You think we're not already this close to losing your rights, your property, your voice? Of course we are. Of course we are. And you know what? You put the wrong Republicans in, you'll get the same thing. Because this is a progressive movement, and progress only goes to a certain place, and then you have the the ugly revolution. You know, they, the progressivism is was in the early days just pretty much communism, but they didn't know communism wasn't neat back then. They thought it was great, so they just wanted to progress us slowly, so we wouldn't have the bloody revolution. But at the end. You do lose people. You do have starvation and everything else because progressivism doesn't work. It works like communism, which means it doesn't work. And you get to a place where you got to start shutting people up. Remember, I told you years ago, it's uh, suggest, shove, shoot. That's where we are. That's where we are. That's how this is always going to end. If we don't wake up, all of us, and peacefully stand together and go, enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're not going here. And I'll give you the evidence of that coming up in just a minute. Stand by. First, our sponsor uh, this half hour is Relief Factor. Pamela wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I spent a lot of years trying to fix the pain I was in by going to pain clinics. They barely helped at all. And I ended up taking stuff that wasn't worth it in the long run. Then I found out about Relief Factor, and it's made a tremendous difference in my life. Goodbye, pain. Pam, thank you so much for writing in and trying Relief Factor. I'm glad it helped you get out of the pain that you were in. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Look, over a million people have tried it. I've tried it. It worked. Now, 70% of the people, it doesn't work. Uh, sorry, 30%. It doesn't work. 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. So see if you're part of that 70. Isn't it worth just trying just to see if you can get out of pain? See how relief works. With their three-week quick start, it's Relief Factor. 1995 comes with a Relief Factor. Feel better, your money-back guarantee, so you don't have anything to lose. So call them, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800 for relief that's 800, the number four, relief. When you feel the, how it works, you know it's relief factor. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com.
Welcome to the uh, uh, Glendeck program. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, coming up, I, I have some uh, I have some news, and, and this is I, I urge you to get my daily newsletter. You can get it at glenbeck.com. It's free, and it's about 90 stories, and it's the 90 stories I think that you really need to know about. Um, and we don't get a chance to hit all of them, but they're all sectioned off into different categories, and you can read them and get a pretty good idea of where the country is moving and, and, and why. Um, and today is a, a rather disturbing one um, because it really shows how fascistic, how close we are to fascism in America. And uh, it it's amazing. I, I said this, Oh, probably 2008 or nine. I noticed a pattern. Whatever they said we were doing, they were doing. You ever notice that? Um, and I've been watching it over the years. And uh, it still holds true. It still holds true. And I, I, I want to start with um, how many times they've accused us of doing something during or right, uh, right before they did it. I'll explain coming up in just a minute and then give you some uh, some eye-opening wake-up calls for your friends and neighbors so they understand what kind of world is coming their way. The Glenn Beck Program.